What is up, everybody? Welcome, Dark Horse Live, episode sixty-five. Is that right? God, every week I don't know it. Sixty-five. I think it's sixty-five. Dark Horse Live, sixty-five. All right, everybody. Um, welcome. So, news right off the jump. Let's do breaking news. Breaking news. Um, we're going to go to Chicago this week in Chi-Town. It's on the hat. And uh, we're going to go to Chicago, Canacon. Uh, come check us out. I'm going to do a crazy deal. Crazy deal. If you subscribe to my podcast or uh, Instagram, then you'll see what I posted. But... For the first five people to come up and slap the table and yell, the Bruce is loose. The Bruce <laughs> is loose. You're going to get a free pack. So I'm hoping for some sort of like Black Friday stampede trample situation at the doors. It's Friday and Saturday, I think 10 to 6 or something like that. But uh, yeah, come down, run to the booth, smack the table. Don't break it, please. And uh, you'll, you'll win some free shit. But come to Canacon and come to Chicago. I'm going to be there, shaking hands, kissing babies. I don't know, that kind of stuff. All right, that's the breaking news. Let me bring in, uh, well, shit, we have, we have some guests, actually. Let's talk about our guests tonight. So Caesar's back in the studio. Good to have Caesar back. I'll bring him on camera here in a second, but thanks for uh, coming and getting back, Cees. And um, we also have uh, Stan the Strain Man is here. He's not going to show his face or... Really partake too much. He's not really the featured guest of the show, but I'm super stoked I got him to come on here. I've asked him once, he's like, I don't, I don't really do that. I'm not a part of that. But uh, <laughs> Stan the Strain Man, you can hear his voice right now. If he says hello, say hello, Stan. Hey, what's up, everybody? There's Stan, dude. So, uh, yeah, Stan the Strain Man's here, and he's a good friend of mine. Takes super awesome pictures. Give him a follow on Instagram, and uh, maybe he'll chime in with a comment or two along the way. But our main guest is going to be the Midwest Mountain Seed Bank. So uh, we'll talk about that. And we also have... A lot of free shit to give away. Uh, lots of free shit. So without further ado, let's just go to free shit. It's free! It's not even really going to be me tonight. Let me see if I can't introduce our guest through the power of my fingertips. <laughs> there he is. Boom. Hey, everybody. Um, Midwest Mountain Sea Banks. I just want to yeah. to call you Midwest yeah. Mountain Sea Banks. So works. yeah, this is our, our, our uh, guest tonight, folks. And he came with a serious bag of goodies. You want to show everybody the goodies? It's like, how many packs do you speculate you have here? Oh, God. 30? So there's like 30-something packs. Um, he wants to give them away. I don't know about all of them. Do you want to do all of them or just part, par partial? He just brought a, a grab bag, so we might have to do something for some people here. Yeah, but I'm open to giving up most of these, if not all of them. Okay, yeah, I might have just squeezed them right there. Like, <laughs> Whatever's like, I was only going to give away <laughs> one or two packs, bro, but uh, since you put me on the spot, <laughs> no, I was just fucking with you. Um, but no, yeah, so let's give away a pack. It's free shit. So we'll start with one pack, just one simple pack. Which pack would you like to give away, and how would you like to do it? Maybe... What's the easiest way for you? Easiest way is probably in the email, but I okay. can't tell you till after the show because I'm not that sophisticated. Or we can have him type something in the chat but it gets super complex and people get mad because no keep it as simple as okay as so we'll just have it uh first person um to do the email like we normally do so uh yeah actually cameras on you i'll have you hold that up so what are we what are we giving away here so the all these packs are from uh 303 skywalker he won uh third place in your grand prix with his uh, blueberry muffin top so it's all his crosses basically uh and this one's Quincy Magoo, so it's uh, Lucid Blue crossed with uh, Blue Magoo BX2. 
Gotcha. And pretty much all the packs in here are his crosses with the blueberry muffin top. Okay, so the way we normally do it is I pick uh, a number. Uh, give me a number. Uh, seven. Seven. That's pretty. Give me a bigger number. Sorry. Uh, Thirty-three. Thirty-three. There you go. So the 33rd person to email at the email on the bottom of your screen, darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com. With this in the subject line, what is the code word? Uh, Midwest Mountain Seed Bank. Midwest Mountain Seed Bank. That's what I was going to suggest. <laughs> so Midwest Mountain Seed Bank in, in the subject line, the 33rd person is going to go ahead and win that pack. There's your free shit for the show. Cool. We're obviously going to have a lot more free shit, so we'll just dig into the story and at some point... Uh, I'll just maybe I'll just push the free shit button and we'll just have multiple free shit giveaways all throughout the show. That works for me. Keep them hype the whole time. <laughs> well, let's bring in. Uh, let's bring everybody in. Uh, let's see if we find the right buttons. Here we go. There's Caesar up there. Uh, we've got Midwest Mountain in the middle and Dark Horse down here on the bottom. So uh, welcome everybody. Um, as we normally do on the show, I kind of ask people. Just bring us back to the origin story of your you know, your cannabis journey. Um, do you recall first time you smoked? Obviously, you operate a seed bank. We'll cut right to the chase. You operate a seed bank, a relatively new seed bank, so we're going to dig into that a little bit. But okay. uh, before we get into the seed bank, let's talk about your origin of cannabis, origin story of cannabis. So what uh, what led you to cannabis, first time trying it, maybe growing it? Uh, so I grew up on the East Coast, a combination of uh, New Jersey and New York. Uh, and, uh, probably started drinking when I was around like 14, 15, the usual beers and, uh, built myself. Sorry, pull that right oh. up into your face there. Okay. Just a little, so we're on the same level. Okay, yeah, cool. you're, you're good. You're... Uh, and that probably quickly built up by the time I was like 16, 17 to a case of beer a night. And, uh, yeah, I was at a party with my cousin and he's like, Hey, let's go uh, to the school down the street. We, uh, we ducked in there and, uh, smoked a joint and I didn't really get high. But it, was, it definitely enticed me to get, find my own weed. And, yeah, once I started getting high, I was just like, oh, you know, no spins. and I'm not throwing <laughs> up anymore. I'm not waking up with a hangover. And so I was hooked. Uh, I definitely have an obsessive personality, so I got into weed pretty hardcore. Um, uh, as I got older, a uh, bunch of my friends were either growing or selling or a combination of the two. Do you recall the first strain that you ever smoked? No, nobody ever really knows. But was no. it swag or was it was it anything specific? Oh no, it was swag. Like, uh, yeah, what what I smoked with my cousin, I'm not sure of. And then I quickly learned like I could go over to like Jerome Ave and get some dime bags, hop over <laughs> into the city, and that was generally not good either. Or I'd go to like Washington Square Park and in in Manhattan and get burned nine out of ten times. And the, the one time I didn't get burned, it still was crap. Um, <laughs> I forget at some point I started following the dead around and that's probably when I first got introduced to like kind bud yeah, you know nothing had a there were no strain names back then yeah. it was you got what you got and then it went from no strain names to kind bud and yeah I, I, what strains they were I wish I knew uh, and then uh, yeah you know uh, as I got older in life a bunch of my friends like I said got even deeper into the game and they were growing uh, a cut of the Elvis I don't know if you're familiar yeah oh yeah uh, I think, it, think it's a cut out of Vermont. Legendary clone. Yeah. Really hard to get still. I think it's still, it might be extinct, but I think it's still around. But, dude, I'd love to have it. Caesar's shaking his head no. It's still around. It's still around? That's probably the only thing I would kill to get. That and a real deal AJ uh, Sour Diesel. Only because yeah. my buddies may or may not have been working with AJ. And so we were getting a bunch of that coming through, too. You got a taste so I, of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was $75 an eighth. And I swear to God, 
if someone could bring me that same, uh, you know, AJ Sour I was smoking right from him, right now I would pay $75 an eighth for it all day, every day. Do you remember the turd profile on the Elvis? I want to say it was like cleaning, like uh, like it was there was a chemical, chemically like like cleaning products is the best way I can kind of describe it. I heard there's like a shoe leather polish and some other weird shit. Oh, so there's a couple different varieties floating around. I wouldn't say that's just I guess how people are describing the smell and taste okay. because it is something I guess unique and pretty difficult to describe. It so. is, it is, and that's what I grew up like. All my boys were growing that cut, so that's what I got flooded with. So, uh, you know, it was interesting to come out here and sample stuff in the... So even, I'll even back up a little bit. Um, my mom passed away, and uh, I had a little money in the bank from her. And so I was like, oh, I'm coming out to Colorado. I'm going to open a dispensary. I understand how the distribution end works. Uh -huh. uh, I know friends of mine who are great growers. I can bring them out here. What time frame? Or? Oh, man, we're talking 15 years ago, maybe? Okay, it's in the beginning. The, like the very, very 2009, beginning. 8, 7? Yeah, maybe even a little bit after that, but somewhere in that time frame. And so I uh, came out to Cannabis Business Conference in Denver, hooked up with a lawyer firm, and they were just like, uh, you know, we can take care of you. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I just remember one day driving down Colfax and seeing dispensary, dispensary, dispensary. Holy shit, those two dispensaries almost share a door over there. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think I'm, even though it's still early on in the game, I think I'm probably too late. Um, so I honestly, I, I took that money, bought a house. And honestly, that's the best goddamn thing. Oh, you're <laughs> in Colorado? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, in, in North Glen. So uh, that's the best thing I ever did with that cash. I'm kind of glad I didn't get involved in the uh, in the industry, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, man, the, in, the industry's weird. I mean, obviously, you're involved. Um, quality is suspect out here at best. You know, you got a couple people who are doing good work. You know, you guys are doing great work. Um <laughs> You know, seven ten back in the day, I was really digging there. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're still on stuff. point. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But their their stuff, I, I haven't really seen much of. Uh, it's hard to get. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I try to try like all the hype guys, like you know, Snacks Lands. I don't dislike it. I don't necessarily know for me, and I'm not trying to put those guys down that mm -hmm. it's worth it. Maybe for the price. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a few top tier in brands um, around here, and I. You know, I, I don't think any of them are bad, but they definitely are all a little bit different, and they're grown a little bit different, and there's unique quirks about them all. Yeah, and, for commercial weed, right. and, and I, you have to kind of preface it with that, you know, because, like, the, the gentleman sitting at the table, you've smoked his flower, I've smoked his flower, he's the guy who taught me how to grow, so, like, yeah, I mean, I'll take something out of somebody's home grow who's halfway decent way before I'll get something out of a, the commercial market. Sure. Yeah, and they're totally different at the same time. Yeah. Sure. So um, you came out here, you bought a house, and was that sort of the end of your cannabis dreams, or where did you, no, you go No, so from I there? decided I wanted to get, I wanted to work in the industry. And so uh, luckily I ended up meeting uh, Strain Man probably, I don't know, six, seven months after I got out here. A good buddy of mine who was from the East Coast who moved out a couple years before me was building uh, his kitchen out. And so he calls me one day, and he's just like, you got to meet this fucking guy. 
He's like, he's got the most insane collection of weed. <laughs> he knows everything. Like, he knows everybody. He's connected. He's like, you guys would get along perfectly. And to his credit, you know, he's basically become my closest friend out here. <laughs> um, and so he knew I was looking for a job. Uh, House of Dankness was just about to open doors. And so he put a good word in for me. And, uh, and yeah, I've been working there ever since for the past six years. I knew I was going to end up in the front end, like dispensary for a while. And my goal was to potentially work my way to wholesale, which I did. And I didn't want to work for a company who I couldn't stand behind. So, like... You know, I was familiar with Scott Genetics way before I started, mm -hmm. and I've been a fan of, of his stuff. Um, and I know he puts love and care into the product that he puts out. And I don't see that for the most part in the commercial market. You were, and you came out at the time of this mega facility, or was yes. this when, because he built like the Taj Mahal that grows, dude. It's fucking Im immaculate. It's so that, I'm in that building. Right. You know, I came out. Uh, right before they were looking for dispensary help. So they had already built out the grow and had the grow rocking and rolling. And then right after that, once they had enough product to supply the grow, uh, the dispensary, they rolled the dispensary out. So I was here maybe, I don't know, eight months, nine months before they opened doors. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you do much cultivation? So I was or gifted <laughs> uh, that Elvis cut. And at the time, I was living in uh, Rockland County. So it's like, uh, I don't know. You're a New York boy. She's with 30, 40 minutes outside of, uh, I mean, Is depending that, on where you are in Rockland County, obviously. I was going to say, what's that like? I, I was in Pomona. So if you take the uh, Palisades Parkway, if you go over to George Washington Bridge, and I think it's Route 4 east, I'm sorry, west, to like the Palisades Parkway, if I'm not mistaken, you may be actually able to get to Palisades Parkway as soon as you cross over the bridge. And you start heading up, I think it's north. So as soon as you get in, you're in Fort Lee. Uh, yes, exactly. Exactly. So I was like maybe 30 minutes or 40 minutes from the bridge. Um, and I'd gotten a cut. We were living on uh, like an acre and a half that actually, it's going to sound much nicer than it was, but there was a little island. We had a pond with a little island in it. And so I was given that cut, or my roommate was given that cut, and he took care of it for maybe like a week or two and decided he didn't give a fuck. So I took it and put it on the island and basically just basically taught myself how to grow. It, what ended up happening, long story short, throughout the Saturday longer, probably a couple weeks into flowering, we had a random guy walk through our backyard and basically walk through right where you could see the plant. <laughs> and I mean, it was like we got, it was actually, I think we had six or seven of them total. So I was like, dude, we, we got to get these out of here. What made it worse is, <laughs> completely unrelated, uh, probably two or three days later, we had a cop show up at our house. <laughs> and cop, where we were, cops never showed up anywhere. So cop pulls in our driveway, knocks on the door. Me and my buddy are immediately on our bellies, laying <laughs> on the floor. Uh, he goes away, and we just put two and two together, like, oh, he must have been sure. coming. So we talked to the person who gave us the cut, and we're like, listen, like, we're freaked the fuck out. We're, we want to give sure. you this. We're going to kill him? unless you want to take him. And so the dude who had the original Elvis cut, or at least the original cut that my buddy got it from, he heard the news, and he came in a van in the middle of the night, and we, sneaked, we snuck him off the island. And uh, it's funny because, like... Code I, red, right? Exactly. Yeah. I kept a journal the whole entire time of, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, what the temperature was that day, did mm -hmm. it rain, et cetera, et cetera, what I noticed on the plant, and uh, gave him the paperwork, and we dropped the plants off to him, and he's just like, dude, he's like, I... 
just figured you guys are going to throw those out. And, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm really impressed. So he grew them out the rest of the way and then threw us a little bit of, of that flower. Oh, nice. Um, that's really my only cultivation experience until I got out here and then until I met Strain Man and then he taught me how to grow. Uh, and then since then, I've been running a, uh, a living soil bed in my basement. And, uh, yeah, I love it and, you know, produce a nice weed. Gotcha. I mean, as far as New York flower and uh, Colorado flower, do uh, you have any opinions or differences or it might get you in hot water with this answer? So. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, the weed I was getting back in the day in New York uh, does not compare in, a, in the best way possible to what I'm seeing these days. All the old school strains I was getting were by far better than anything I've smoked out here. And I've smoked some good flour out here, you know. Uh, but, yeah, and I don't – we talk about it all the time, me and Strain Man, and, you know – Everything back in the day just seemed better than it is now. It didn't matter of, what uh, strain it was. A lot of closet, basement, attic grows versus commercial shit. That's oh, a hundred percent across the country now. A hundred percent. And I always, I wonder too. Where, you know, where are the genetics that muddled at this point? Where they maybe weren't twenty, 30 years ago when I was smoking this amazing weed. I don't know. You know. There's a few strains that are still around that are twenty, thirty years old still that just something happened yeah <laughs> so talk to me about uh the creation of the seed bank and why you kind of decided to do that so i love working over at house and Deckness. you know they've both been pam and scott have been fantastic to me uh but it'd be nice to have my own thing you know and through them i've made connections in the industry obviously scott and pam you know were, were nice enough to give me packs to sell on the site you know because of my relationship with Strain Man, I you know I got to meet you and you've been gracious enough to allow. Yeah, me we're to, gonna hook you up with some packs. Yes, so I definitely help I, you I, get started. I and appreciate build it. your bank, obviously. But um, yeah, so is there? Um, I, I mean, other than your own sort of thing, I guess is uh, I don't know if you really want to reveal, but uh, is there anything about your website that that you know is special, different, unique? Is it the standard transaction that we're all used to? It's a, I mean, it's a fairly standard transaction. I do take cash, money order. I'm, I'm trying to stick with postal money orders for now. <clears throat> I do have mesh as a credit card option. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to have you know good breeders at good prices. I ship quick. I, I give you a stupid amount of free seeds. Like right now, 12 free rare dankness seeds. Uh, a free pack from 303 Skywalker, and then I just linked up with the uh, Deep Space Creation guys, mm-hmm. uh, the you know the Kendall Chem guys, uh, and they gave me a, bust of, a bunch of uh, Kendall Chem testers. Nice. Uh, so those are gonna go out to customers too. So I think I'm up to like, you, you buy anything on my site, you get like 25 plus free seeds. So that's how you get them too. That's definitely a way to splash into the marketplace and yeah. say, hey, we're here and we're doing things proper and. Everybody loves free shit. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. like, everybody loves free shit. So I guess that's my hook, for lack of a better term, at <laughs> least for like you know right now. You sure. Know? So you mentioned I don't know if you know him by heart or off the top of your head, or but I think you're just starting and so you're just sort of building. But who's all on the site? Okay. You- so uh, rare dankness, uh, like we talked about, we had in you know dark horse, uh, DJ Short, uh, his son uh, JD, and second generation genetics. Um, and then Deep Space Creations, which I just added. I just got some beans from them. Uh, I'm meeting up with Altitude Farms. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with him. Okay, I'm supposed to meet up with him this weekend. Uh, I've heard back from Dynasty, but we just haven't kind of finished the conversation yeah. yet. He's supposed to be on the show, actually, but uh, that's how Dynasty and Professor P kind of rolls. Super good dude, but 
it's a, I don't know, scheduling thing back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Nonstop, always. I think it's the fourth <laughs> go-round we try to get them on. We will one day, I promise. But uh, yeah, totally. Sorry to... Sorry no, to no, you're yeah. totally good. But no, yeah, that'd be a big pickup. That'd be a good one. Yeah. So um, so that's where I'm at, basically, right now. Uh, I know the Phenofinder guys, like we, you know, we talked about earlier in Amsterdam. Uh, I'm trying to work something out with them. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you're a breeder and you're listening to this, you know, hit me up. I definitely would be, you know, interested in talking to you. Sure. And maybe, I mean, I don't want to suggest anything too much, but maybe if you're a newer breeder or somebody that's, you know, aspiring, hit them up and maybe you can provide some freebies to get some exposure for your, your name. If, you, if this guy's going to, you know, be sending out lots of freebies, he's, it'd be a good way. That was the way it always used to work back in the day. Absolutely. You know yeah. I mean? Um, but uh, do you have any plans to do any trade shows or anything? We announced we're going to go to Canacon this weekend. Have you ever done that circuit? Have you ever worked one of Scott's booths? Or Work, no. I mean, I've been to Indo Expo a bunch of times. Uh, I've been to three or four Spanabuses now at this point. Um, uh, what I'm talking about as of now, I, I, I mean, I want to do uh, you know, Chicago, but it's just I think it's a little too early. I'd like to have a bit more inventory if I'm going to go out mm-hmm. there. Uh, but... I kind of want to do, I think it's Canacon at the Javits Center uh, in, in Manhattan. It's like uh, early in January. Yep. Then Indo Expo in February over here. And then Indo Expo in May. And I believe that's uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. And I'll kind of help you when I can. But I some of these it. shows are, you got to be strategic, particularly when you're an early startup. You know, we've actually done a podcast about startup ideas and one of them was a seed bank and we try to give a few tips on it and everything else but yeah the 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 first couple of shows you got to be careful because sometimes you lose on these fuckers i've heard and it really hurts when you have to spend all that coin and you go and you lose and you know what i mean and sometimes it's just weather you know it would have been a great show but all of a sudden it turned into a tornado in oklahoma and there's fucking there's for whatever reason the show is fucking bad you know and uh but no yeah it's get strategically pick your shows build your inventory um yeah, I like the idea of, you know, uh, fast shipping and free shit. I think everyone likes that shit. Exactly. You, know yeah. I mean? you get a bunch of seeds. I throw a bunch of stickers in there. Like, I have my stickers from my company. I have a bunch of RD stickers, 303 Skywalker stickers. So, breeders give me stuff like that. Obviously, I just pass it along to everybody. So, yeah. Sure. Like you said, everybody likes free crap. Do you have a game plan? We talked about it briefly before we started the show. But do you have a game plan for dealing with all these breeder beefs? We don't necessarily have to name anybody, but... Uh, Obviously, some breeders don't want to sell along other breeders. Yeah. Or if you st- if you pick up one breeder, the other breeders are like, "What the fuck? I'm crying." It's like, do you, do you know what you're entering into? This world of crying cats and I, I do. drama queens. I, and... I've I've watched it from <laughs> from from the back seat on Instagram through you know from breeders that like to bicker online. I'm trying to prepare myself for it. Like we were talking earlier, like I'd love to bring a new energy to this whole thing where like I'm not getting into these stupid Instagram arguments. Like from what I've noticed, generally nobody wins in those Instagram arguments. Like occasionally you'll get somebody who does, but for the most part, and even if you do win, you're just expending negative energy the entire time, which could be spent so much better. So yeah, like I kind of don't want to get into those battles. If I encounter a breeder who doesn't want to work with another breeder, I think I'll just respect their wishes and all right, fine. Then I won't sell your beans. If you want them back, give me my money back. Like I don't want to get into a pissing match with anybody. I just, I just don't think it's worth it. Now, 
I am from the East Coast and, you know, New Jersey, New York. So, like, I, you know, I have a low tolerance for bullshit. So I just got to basically keep myself in check. You right. Know? And try to work with good people, which is exactly. the other thing that we kind of talked about. I is agree. like, if you, and, you know, knowing Stan too and knowing the business, like you said, you've been around, you've seen the, character, the cast of characters. It's not like right. you just came in yesterday and you're like, I'm doing street business. Exactly. It's like, you've been around, you know, some of these characters. And, um, yeah, it's like if you kind of vet the work with the right people, you generally don't run into crazy problems like that and yeah. sell authentic shit. And exactly. you know what I mean? Not not the recreations or rip-offs of other stuff. It's like, yeah, it's you build a quality seed bank and uh, people respect it. And I don't know, I I know that's the, the model for success. There's a there's another way where you can essentially kind of take off and like fake shit. You know what I mean? And sell it really cheap and go for crazy volume and. Yeah, fast buds or something like that. I don't exactly. really hate to say a name, but if I will say a name, like fast buds or all that shit, where it's just literally just like fake seeds, but they just Copycat. sell a fuck ton of them. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's like get it out of the back of high times or something, and they're like, we're going to just sell shit tons of this, and it doesn't matter if it's real or not. We're buying bulk and relabel, you know, the three strains we bought as 27 new strains and push them out, and it works. It's a marketing gimmick, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I don't know. As long as you stay with the ethics of it, then. Yeah, and as we mentioned, you, know, you you wouldn't be friends with Stan if you were an unethical guy. I know that for a fact. I appreciate you know that. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So I do have a question for you as a breeder. Sure. We we just added a from the vault section to my website. So uh, a buddy of mine has an insane seed collection, way more than he needs, and. His wife would love it if he unloaded. Yeah, it's like this. comic books or something. Yeah. It's like, hey, it's time to yeah. clear this shit out. Probably, we got a baby on the way. Maybe exactly yeah. that kind of. Yeah, they just got married. The whole nine yards. Um, I'm putting packs up on my site, reselling packs at not. Actually, I let my friend set all the prices, and when I, I double check some of this stuff, it's either going if it's available right now, it's going for what the most other seed banks. Or, or people who are selling these packs are selling them for. Uh, some of them are marked up slightly if they're no longer available. Um, I asked other breeders before I did this because I'll be quite honest with you, the last thing I want to do is piss anybody off. Me pissing off breeders starting as a seed bank really doesn't, sure. yeah, it does me no good. What's your thoughts? Since we're sitting here and you're another breeder and you're somebody who sells seeds, what would you have an issue if you came to my site and you saw a bunch... It won't happen now, but I'm saying if you weren't somebody, and let me let me let me add, I forgot to add that I'm not anybody that I have as a as a an actual uh, distributor for. So like you or Rare Dankness, I probably won't have their seeds unless they want me to as part of the vault thing. Everybody on the vault are, are breeders. I don't totally. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, or would you have an issue if you saw a bunch of packs up there for resale? I mean, no, not at all. And I mean, it's a free market. It's it, it, if here's the thing, it's like if the seeds currently aren't sold out and they're currently on the marketplace, you're probably gonna have a hard time getting more than whatever the marketplace is setting them at or 100%. MSRP is at or whatever yeah. on them. So I just put them there and sell them as you know. It's the thing about reselling packs is I think you have to be really careful that they're they're sealed packs or in some way that they've been preserved or sold in a way. If it's someone selling in a baggie, you just can't ever resell it because it's like... Of course, these are all original breeder packaging, all unsealed, uh, all sealed. Sealed up me, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, all stored in a dark, cool place. So totally. stored properly. You but know? yeah, and, and I would also put it with the caveat because it's on the vault side that yeah. this is a resell item. You yes. know what I mean? So you know what it's not like you're disguising it and putting it in your regular stock or I'm carrying this breeder now because I found some packs. You know, yeah. I don't even know the guy, but I just found some packs. But more to the point of my... What my ramble is is 
Fuck no, I don't have a problem. I actually have, I'm not going to drop his name. Well, I'm sure a lot of people know who he is, but I have a, a vendor of mine who we sell a lot of packs to who's bought my stuff and then held it because he knew it was going to sell out. He just he buys it and then he holds it and he literally waits for it to sell out and then he he waits a long it'll sell out fast a lot of my drops sell out quick and then he waits six to eight months and puts them up at like two three times the the value or the the asking price the MSRP I don't love that idea but at the same time like that's his right when he buys those that product it's just like sneakers or shoes or anything else if you buy them and you know they're going to be hot and you want to sit on them as an investment and then you want to resell them later. The market drives the price. Sometimes he probably gets burned in a situation like that, yeah. too, where all of a sudden they're super hype, but he waited too long. You know what I mean? Not and, not as hype anymore. You know, so. But no one wants to do that with stuff that's not relevant or in demand. So, Yeah, you got to pick and choose True. what you're doing it on. and You know what I mean? But I've seen, yeah, one of the larger seed banks have done that where they grabbed like our bitch slap line and they sort of held it back. And when it sold out super quick, he's like, oh, I got 20 packs of all that. And then he put them up on auction and other things. Yeah. And smart business move. So do I give a shit? Not necessarily. Okay. I, you know what I mean? It's that the market drives the, all of that. So no, I don't really have a problem with it at all. The and only thing I have a problem with, I think, is opening packs and trying to sell them or, you know, or 100%. open packs. It's yeah. like, don't ever do that. No. Like that's, that's a ticket to losing credibility immediately. Exactly. And that's a hard one, too. I don't know if you're going to do international stuff, but when guys want stuff and they're like stealth or like take it out, wrap it in a hoodie or put it in a baggie and hide it somewhere in there, and sh it's like once you request stealth, and I get why people want to do that, it's like you lose all credibility oh, unless you really use a verified trusted bank. And I trust Attitude because, they're, you know, I know them. I've worked with them forever, Attitude Seed Bank. But they catch so much hell when they do stealth shit because they slide it in. I'm not even going to say what they slide it in, but they slide it in something else, not in a breeder pack. And then it's like, well, it's fucking opened in a baggie. How the fuck am I supposed to trust it? It's just like, because you requested it to go to butt fuck wherever the fuck. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, I mean, you really have to trust it. So if you're going to do stealth, then... Yeah, it's a credibility type of thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know yet. Are you guys planning on going everywhere? Are you sticking domestic? Or? Just U.S. right now. Yeah. I'd like to go to Canada. I've actually had a couple people hit me up from Canada. I'll be quite honest with you. I'm just too paranoid about, like, stuff getting you know, uh, taken by customs. And I just don't know if it's worth it. I don't know how the guys... And, you know, when the guys who do do it are not giving up their secrets. <laughs> I don't know how guys are doing Industry it. Industry trade secrets, Yeah, exactly. Right? So, yeah, for right now, until I can figure out another way, just U.S. Sure. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, but uh, shit, I think we're going to lead us into another giveaway real quick if, if you're down. 100%. I like this show because the Dark Horse doesn't have to give anything away. We're, <laughs> we're prepping for the 10 packs or whatever that we're going to have to give away this weekend in uh, Canacon. But yeah, I'll put you on the spot and do whatever you want to do. You want to do a couple of people, two, three, four, five winners? and Let's do five winners and they each get uh, two packs. There you go. Now we're really up in the ante. And it'll just be two random packs because... I didn't bring my reading glasses, so a lot of these I can't even read from. I can read them for you just so people know, but they're going to be random to them. Uh, Beyond Hype Seed Co., this again, this is Skywalker, 303 Skywalker. This is a good friend of mine, and um, I don't know if I've really repped him too much on this show, but uh, he grows good shit. Um, he, Definitely. I think we got second or third place at our 100K Grand Prix. Third yeah, place. Yeah. Um, Cs, you know, you get a lot of his flowers, so you know a little bit about him more than I. Do you want to shout out 303 or say anything about him before i do i just have one question are you related to him 303 no okay. so 
I met him through Strain Man. I know we kind of. You, Why well, you think we look a little like? I hear it. Okay. <laughs> and he's not even from the like. It's funny because you're the you're of course from the East Coast, but everybody out here is like, oh, dude, you're from you're from the East Coast. You got you got that New York accent. And it's funny that I'm talking to somebody from New York and he, because I think he's from like the Midwest or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I brought the wrong pack with me. They're, these are all Quincy Magoo. I say, yeah, I got Quincy yeah. Magoo, which is a Lucid Blue to Blue Magoo BX, number 19. I'm assuming that's mostly like uh, Dynasty genetics. Because I know Correct. Blue Magoo is Dynasty. The uh, Lucid Blue, I'm not too familiar with. Yeah, that's all Dynasty. I'm not too... Uh, do you remember what the... I, I thought I brought his collection. I, I just brought the free... Oh, you brought the... Here. You got yeah. the... Okay, that's all good. Either way. So that's the same So we can give out more of these if you want. Well, you can do whatever you want, but either way, we got five <laughs> packs have... to give away of the Quincy Magoo. Do you have any of the OZ1 cross? I do. I do at my house. Yeah. Yep. We'll say, how do we want to give these away? We'll do it the same old way. Let's go to the free shit. It's free! Alright, everybody. DarkHorseGeneticsLive at gmail.com is the email. Uh, Stan, give me two numbers. Number 27 and 42. 27, 42... Please give me two numbers. Uh, 84. 84. Or 8 and 4. Eight and, how about 84? There you go. And <laughs> how about one more number? 89. Oh, made me count all the way up to 89, son of a bitch. All right. So 27, 42, 84, 89. Those are the four winners you said? Yeah. Let's... We can do four, or you want to say five? Why five you said? Four. We'll do four. Okay. I'll make you give away any more than you should. <laughs> You've already done enough. Uh, yeah, four winners. So the code word is going to be... Stan the Strain Man, what is the code word? Super Dank Seeds. Super Dank Seeds. So you got to write that in the subject line. And the 27th, the 42nd, 84th, and 89th person are going to win. And I'm just going to forward these directly to Midwest Mountain Seed Bank, and he's going to get them over to you guys. So it's taking it all off my hands, all off my hands this week. But, uh, yeah. Let me go back to our screen. I don't have a push button for that. So I guess, uh, do you know, could you name off some of the crosses you have from 303? <sighs> Is it on I can pull your side up. if. No, so he hasn't released... And it was, he's still testing. These are basically just his one cross, the Quincy Magoo, which his buddy ran like okay. a bunch of, and he was real happy with. So these are the freebies. The what he gave me is all untested. So I, I'll be honest with you, and I'm sorry, 303 Skywalker, that I can't remember this off the top of my head. Like I know, do you remember any of the crosses? There was the Dosi Do cross with the blueberry muffin top. There was the, I forget all of them at this point. Uh, uh. Wait, with the blueberry muffin? He did the OZ one to the blueberry muffin. Okay. Um, he did two males, so I just don't remember which ones. But I know he used do do female, OZ female, <laughs> lucid blue female. We should um, just call him. I saw <laughs> I saw a few pics of his uh, Blue Magoo F2 or something like that with do do and it looked awesome. Yeah, the do do uh, he got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really yeah. nice cut. An IG, yeah. yeah. It was the kind love cut. Yeah. Oh, is that? He just grew it really good. Yeah. Yeah. He shows up around here with jars of weed for fight night and stuff, and it's always stank. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it always rolls in with fire weed. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, it was other seed bank business. So what else can we dig into? 
Um, you mentioned your uh, your mesh. I don't know shit about that. I don't know if we want to talk about it too much because I don't want to bring too much attention to credit card processing. Sometimes yeah. it's a real son of a bitch. But is mesh sort of like a PayPal type of thing? I saw Masonic using it, and I you get you sign up. So when you when you hit to do a credit card sale on my site, it takes you right to the mesh site. You have to sign up for an account, and you basically take money from your credit card and put it in your mesh account. Load it, yeah. Yeah, and it, exactly. And then it pulls for the sale from the from the mesh account. I don't know if you've ever tried to get credit card processing before. Oh, yeah. Okay. I so know all about so, yeah, it. Yeah, I appreciate I could probably give you some though. tips at, at, once we get off the air. Yeah, actually, let's definitely let's talk. It's been a real motherfucker for the past 15 years or whatever, but yeah, I've been able to successfully hold one for quite a while. Okay. Yeah. They were the first people to say yes. Um, it's it's pricey, and I'll, well, uh, well, you know, later I'll tell you what I'm, <laughs> what I'm paying, but it's not, it's not great. Uh, but they were cool with everything. Um, and so, yeah, you, like I said, you go to the mesh site and you go through the whole process. My big issue is the extra fees that the customer ends up paying uh, on top of everything. So, uh, but yeah, that was definitely a challenge. It, it took me a while to find even mesh, you know. Gotcha. I got a question. This is maybe a little bit more down Strain Man's alley because Strain Man's a real smart computer guy. But um, so when we do these large drops, so like Bruce Banner and even Night Owl does drops and stuff. Um, we're using these platforms like Shopify or Equid or whatever. And when we list the products on there, put a couple hundred products in stock. And then there's literally such a surge that like a thousand people are trying to buy and it's letting them put it in their cart, but it, it's overselling on some, like, I think Shopify, no, I'm sorry. Equid was overselling like a motherfucker, like selling way more than we even put in stock. And then we went to Shopify, which did the right amount, but it was not holding in people's carts, so they would put it in their cart and then disappear or whatever. Like, do you know anything about cart platforms and the best sort of way to do mass rush sales? Because when I looked into freelancer.com and some of those other things, people were just like, oh, for 50 grand, I can build a custom site that'll do your shopping cart this way. And You know what I mean? I'm just like, man, this is technical because it's have... You know, you sell Nikes or concert tickets or it's like a Ticketmaster kind of site where you have 20 minutes to check out kind of thing. Uh, you know much about that? Well, I mean, I could tell you that uh, what's going on there is just fucking bugs. Bugs really? in their software, yeah. Things those are, are massive platforms to have those kind of problems. Yep, a lot of, a lot of people doing things at the same time is bringing, bringing their servers to a crawl and all sorts of shit happens and maybe they have a really shitty cart. That's not keeping track of inventory. Right. All the carts that hold the PS5, you can't even get a PS5. That's true too. Yeah, like Best Buy struggles yeah. with this shit. Everything like it's not. I think even the finest program sites like a Best Buy and stuff really struggle when they get pounded. You know, it's not the same level of people trying to buy PS5s as seeds necessarily, where it's millions, but at the same time, it's thousands hitting a pound the buy button, and it's the same problem. It's that's not working. Bragging rights right there. I want to tell people, yeah, yeah I, I crash my fucking service. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it definitely, it, yeah, it'll buck you up a little bit, but at the same time, it's a motherfucker. You don't want to oversell because then you got to write emails and do refunds. Or, you know what I mean? And you also don't want people to basically have shit pulled out of their shopping cart. Or We get the emails all the time. People are furious. And I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not a technical dude. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Sorry. I don't know how it didn't come through or whatever it may be. Like Maybe got to find you uh, someone that's not as popular but has really good reviews if you don't want to build your own. But building your own isn't that hard. That's what I said. We may have to talk to Stan about getting proper shopping cart build i never really just clicked when you were sitting here i was like some bitch we have all these shopping cart issues and stan knows all kinds of fucking 
whatever, computer, technical type of shit. I'll build you one, man. We might have to work that out. Shoot. All right. Um, any, let's talk about any breeder that you'd like to have or who's in that, like, kind of mentioned Dynasty or whatever, but who's your holy grail? If you could have all the favorite breeders that you wanted. Yeah, you know, I got to be honest with you. I don't know that I have a holy grail, per se. Um, uh, I, like I said, I've been talking to Covert Genetics. I kind of like the newer guys, too, like we were talking earlier. Um, I don't know enough about him, but Tiki Madman, like, all his stuff looks really impressive. You know, I don't know much about him, though, as a breeder, to be honest with you. Um, I don't either, honestly. Okay. I saw that he was doing decent business at one of the gene traders, but yeah, he got my attention, but I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. I have, yeah. to, I have to look in there and see what's happening. Um, I don't know, man. Um, you know, I want, I, I'm definitely interested in potentially working with Karma at some point, just because I've always mm-hmm. been a fan of his Karma genetics. does good shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no real holy grails, you know? Gotcha. Um, so what would you consider to be success uh, with your seed bank are you trying to essentially quit all their jobs and this is what you do or is this sort of like a End game yes for yeah, sure for definitely. sure like i said i love what i'm doing um but it would be nice to have my own thing you know i'm i'm already going to the indo expos and enjoying myself and i like i said i love going to spandabis you know so it'd be cool to be on the opposite end of that, instead of somebody who's just walking around checking stuff, all everything out, having a booth. Um, yeah, I just love cannabis in general. You know, the industry's weird, but I, I already know that going in, so I'm kind of prepared for it. So uh, yeah, I, I'll be happy when this can support me completely, and that's the only thing I have to do, sure. basically. Do you have any desires? I mean, knowing Scott and the Rare Dank crew, and working with them, and seeing them make their brand explode internationally with their nutrient line and everything else that they do. They've done a lot of things right. Um, but do you have any desires to enter like the legal market with the seed business in a sense, like a legal seed bank and maybe not even here, but in Oklahoma or some of these new emerging markets and try to sell seed not necessarily through metric to other places, but a seed bank for the customer, for the general customer. I hear you. you. I mean, I've thought about this idea for a long time in Colorado being like, I might get a dispensary license and just sell seeds and be the first seed bank only store in Colorado and try to do that. But uh, I mean, it'd be stupid. It'd be stupid to only sell seeds when you could also sell flour and hash and all these other, it's like, why do I limit all the options? It's worse when it'd be stupid to sell seeds that have to be made in metric. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing is we, it would only be my own seeds in one or two other companies. There's literally three companies in Colorado, probably more now, but three or four companies in Colorado that make seeds and sell them in metric. So it's like, okay, me and my two other competition in state are going to sell in my one store, which is a little bit stupid. But I also had the dream at one point of being Dana White of Weed and bringing on all these other breeders into metric and fucking trying to release their seeds and rolling it out into the seed bank idea. But yeah, that's sort of, I don't know. I wonder if there ever will be a legit, I, shouldn't, I mean, they're all legit, but uh, a seed bank, sort of like Spain, like we talked about, like yeah. where you walk up and it's a, I don't know, a fucking Dynafem store or whatever the fuck it may be or something. When you walk in, it's like, oh shit, there's a whole seed store right here. Maybe when it goes federally legal, like I could see potentially that happening. But before that, I don't know, just the way metrics set up. And like you said, right. like you'd have to produce... You know, if you were in Colorado or Oklahoma or wherever, you have to produce all the seeds there yourself. So it doesn't open you up to other breeders unless you can figure out a way to get, you know, genetics into metrics. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so 
that's not appealing to me right now. You know, well, I can tell you it's, from experience also that uh, you know we release strains across the board that I'll make you know internationally, shall we say, and I'll also make them in metric in the warehouse, and I'll put them out in metric. And the same strain that I'll put out on the internet will sell out in 30, 40 minutes. I'll put out in metric, and it'll sell you know won't sell out in three months. People are accustomed to buying their seeds on the internet. I agree. They're not used to going to a dispensary to buy their seeds, and people who do grow seeds aren't a fan of dispensaries. They're yeah. not like, oh, let's go to the shop to get seeds. It's like exactly. They fucking avoid the dispensary like it's the plague. Yeah. So it's, it's not really the best mix of a place how to where to sell it, but back to the idea of just doing a seed bank store, I think they would come there. Fuck, you know I, mean? I agree. Just get the fucking, eventually, it's like, if CBD could be sold at fucking gas stations and all that stuff, why can't you just get a vending machine and fill it up with seeds which have 0% THC and just restock it every now and then of new fire yeah. shit? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Eventually, you know, but at the same time, this regulated in Colorado through metrics, so it's weird. It's like, it's a basically a hemp product, but we regulate it like a THC product. As long as they can treat it as waste, that's right. what it should be yeah. considered yeah. because they don't know about that they, they're not making money off that just flower word well um shit i think yeah we are the last fucking five minutes or so so uh, i'll give you kind of uh the last thought anything that you want to talk about anybody you want to shout out or well, you I'll forgot a plug for bringing me on the podcast yeah you're welcome you know, as, absolutely as a company that's been I think it's like three weeks now at this point like this is huge so just I, starting up yeah, yeah I really appreciate it what's uh, the real quick what's the website address we don't know if we announced that www.mwmseeds.com uh, it's been on the screen the whole time I bet on the bottom well, left hand of your, your corner it's been on the screen the whole time but yeah check out the site guys Let's give this dude a bunch of hits obviously Thank it's still getting filled up with gear so yeah. check and then recheck again later and dark horse i'm sure isn't even on there because i haven't even given anything yet no. but uh, we're about to sort that deal out and there'll be some dark horse stuff out there and um and the from the vault uh, like you know yeah, my buddy dropped off stuff. yeah probably like twenty five thousand dollars worth of packs to me so i'm slowly but surely starting to get those up on the site too oh well, yeah if there's diamonds in there you're going to attract some attention yeah you know? and that's, that's kind of what i was that's what i was yeah, hoping for absolutely so yeah, we'll get some buzz uh, hopefully headed your way. I appreciate and, it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, Stan the Man, you got anything you want to say? Shout anybody out? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's been fun. honor to have you uh, come down and sit in the studio. Seas, last few minutes, anything you want to say? Thanks for coming, getting back out here. Go follow Caesar's Palace. Caesar's trying to raise a little bit of money. You know, I'm not going to speak on it too much unless Caesar wants to talk about it, but yeah, he's uh, trying to raise some some cash so he's got shit tons of stuff up for auction and i'm sure you can snag some crazy good packs at crazy good deals but what's the exact instagram so people can find it caesar it's a th caesar's palace i just put it in twitch and youtube i will put it in instagram right now too cool yeah everyone go check out that instagram he's auctioning off stuff and uh caesar's returning to his former auction glory if you will he used to be the auction master and um that shit kind of got watered down and now we have seed banks kind of rising up but uh yeah, it's a good way to raise some money when in need. So, uh, yeah, go check out uh, what Caesar's got cooking over there and support if you can. Got some stuff that people sent me that uh, you won't be able to find anywhere else. There's probably, like, one-offs. Uh, Professor P actually just sent me a bunch of stuff uh, to auction off as well. Um, so if you're looking for some of his stuff for Relic Seeds, the Relic stuff, uh, I believe, is pretty much sold out. Uh, there's not going to be a restock anymore, so I'm pretty sure I have a last of the few of those strains so if you're looking for some definitely check out the
page we're talking about. Yeah, some big hitters have been sending C's a few packs to throw up, so there's some serious fire that are going up. Most sold out shit, like all kinds of good stuff. Check it out, man. Uh, link doesn't work for me. Someone says C's. I'm not sure if it was wrong, but double check it. But either way, just say the name one more time in case we fuck it up. T H Seedzers Palace. T H C E E D S E R S dot Palace. P A L A C. I'll put it in the uh, comments again. There you go. And I'm going to close with uh, hey, shout out Stone Ninjas in here. I got my button. Oh, I don't. Stone Ninja's worth the cash register. So shout out Stone Ninja. I'm going to uh, leave or end the show with uh, once again, uh, Canacon. Chicago, Shy City. I'm really excited to go back to Chicago, even though it's going to be brief. But I'm excited to go to Chicago, probably for the first ever real trade show. I mean, they've had a few kind of small little get-together gathering type of deals, but this is the first ever show-up, show-out kind of thing. So uh, come the fuck down, run in. First five people to smack the table of the booth, of my booth, my booth table. Don't hurt anybody or break anything. Um, And you shout, the Bruce is loose, Chicago. Those words is going to get a free pack. First five people each day. Nice. So, uh, yeah, come see us in Chicago Friday, Saturday. and um, Bring some weed. Yeah, bring Caesar bring some, some of the fires. Yeah, we want to see I, what Chicago comes show out. We want to see what you got. I've been to Chicago like fucking twice and it was super fucking short. I want to see some fucking Chicago weed or Illinois weed or Midwest weed, just whatever. Just yeah. make sure all surrounding areas. Chicago's close to all kinds of shit, so you guys better make the drive. Bring fire. We want to see. We got the very last of the last Bruce Banner S1 packs. I literally have maybe 20 or something that I've scraped up. And, uh, yeah, if you want them, get there fucking early. I'm probably going to buy one, like, right now because I know it's going to sell out. <laughs> there you go. It's not a bad idea. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, we will catch you same bat time, same bat channel next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for doing it, guys. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. Little power gay fish come sit on my shoulder today. Little gay parrot fish. Sit on my shoulder today and make me a fried shrimpy dish with some soy sauce, baby. As the beat drops, super super fries, super fried egg roll, triple fried fried rice, triple fried rice, baby. Two for one egg roll, super triple. Fried rice, triple fried rice, baby. Don't forget the soy sauce. Chan, chan, chan. There's my gay fish song, dudes. What? <laughs>